Hope Lives Here is the podcast of City Union Mission in Kansas City. Since 1924, the homeless and impoverished have found hope and healing through this evangelical ministry. The mission remains committed to sharing the gospel and meeting the spiritual, physical, and emotional needs of men, women, and children. This podcast is designed to help you discover City Union Mission's origins, history, programs, and its people, and the mission's love for those who need love most. Enjoy this episode of Hope Lives Here. Hey, we're back with another episode of Hope Lives Here. I'm your host, Casey Jones, and today we have an amazing guest in the studio. His name is Manny, and so I will turn it over to you and just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Casey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Manny McNeil. Um, I am the kitchen administrator here at the mission. Uh, you can just say I'm the head chef. And uh, pretty much what I do here is I produce um, good quality food to the guests here at the men's and the family center. And uh, we pretty much just work on donations. So um, I'm honored. I'm blessed. I'm glad that you pretty much chose me to do your podcast, Casey. And uh, I'm excited to see what we're going to be doing here um, these next couple of minutes. So. Thank awesome. you so much. Hey, no, thank you. I'm so glad you agreed to do this. So um, I'm excited to just hear your story and to hear how God has moved in your life and the mission's life because of you. And so your faithful, uh, your faithfulness to serve him. So yeah, thank you for joining us today. You're I, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I will admit your food. I've only been here a few months, but it is already amazing. So guys, like if you want to have some really good food, honestly, the men's shelter uh, actually has really good food, and um, Manny is very talented when it comes to cooking for literally hundreds of people. Um, what is it? 365 days a year, uh, seven days a week. The the kitchen does not shut down. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting that you say that, Casey. Um, I've always been in kitchens where we are open um, 365 days a year. And when I applied for the position here, um, this job was no different. Um, they pretty much told me that I would be working, possibly, you know, be working every single day, um, including holidays. And um, don't get me wrong. I mean, I prayed about it and I thought about it and I was like, is this something that I want to do? But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking to myself, I'm serving a Lord and a God that loves me. And he knows that, you know, um, eventually I'll have a day of rest, which we all should. Right. Uh, but also at the same time, you know, I'm I'm doing this for him and for mm -hmm. his kingdom um, to glorify him. And, you know, two like two things you should know about me, Casey, is I love serving the Lord and I love um, feeding people. So the fact that pretty much that the Lord brought me here, um, I think it's a double win situation for me. So Wow, that is that's awesome and yeah. very well put. So thank you for sharing your heart. Um, but that leads us actually to our first question is what what brought you to the mission? Like why City Union Mission? <sighs> Oh man, Casey, you're going to get personal for a second. So, um, I actually, so it started actually beginning of 2020. We all remember 2020, Casey. Oh gosh. It was probably the most unique year out of all the years. Um, right. Uh, we all know that COVID was pretty much here. So, um, I was at a job where I loved it. Well, I only loved it for one reason. And I, I, I went Monday through Friday, mm. um, but I didn't really like what I was doing. Um, I was basically just a salad bar chef mm. and I knew in my heart and I knew that God created me to be more than um, 
pretty much um, a salad bar chef. So I, I was there for pretty much. So I was there from 2018 to 2020. And then when COVID hit, I was just kind of just job, job hopping. Mm. And I'm going to get very, very deep and personal for a second. So please uh, forgive me if I get um, kind of emotional. But um, I'm o- the main reason why I came here is because of my dear mom. Mm. I actually lost her my fifth day of working here. And, oh, gosh. Um, you know, God bless her. And thank you so much, mom, for everything that you do. But like, there was a time in my life from 2020 to 2021 where I didn't know if I even wanted to cook. And I didn't know mm-hmm. if I even thought about doing this, to be honest with you. But I trusted the Lord. I know that pretty much that he had a reason in because he creates everybody in his image. And um, his, and, um, his verse, which which the verse I'm about to say is very personally, which is Jeremiah 29, 11, which, you know, I know the plans for you, you know, they're meant to prosper and not harm you. And that's been kind of kept in my heart, um, even, even during COVID, because I didn't know what was going to happen. We, you didn't know what you were doing. You know, right. I didn't know what I was doing. The mission didn't know what they were doing, but, um, there was a time it was August of 2021. And I was like, I don't know what I really want to do. I'm, I'm and in, and my dear mom said, "Why don't you just go to the mission? You know, you know, you love the Lord and you love um, cooking." So I was like, "You know what? I'll pretty much apply." And um, I applied in like November, and um, I did officially get hired in December. But when I guess when COVID was still around, you know, they were like, "Well, you know what? We're gonna have to push your official date." So technically, um, I will be here in January in two years. So I've only been oh, here wow. for roughly um, going on two years, so a year and ten months or eleven months, whatever you want to say. So. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, my dear mother, hmm. that is the main reason why I'm here besides the Lord leading me here. But right. I mean, he used your mom to bring you here. Right. And, you know, one thing that you should know and, you know, anybody listening out there is please listen to your parents. Like, I'm just right. going to be completely honest with you. It's even the Ten Commandments. Like, I know, like when you're like a young teenager, you're just like, man, I'm so ignorant and I want to do it myself. But you know what? I've learned that you have to trust God, especially these days more than anything else. So, um I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to surrender and I'm just going to listen to my dear mother. And you know what? She was right. And yeah. e- even right now, I couldn't have found a better gig in my life. So, Wow, that's awesome. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure glad you're here. Um, and so uh, thank you so much for sharing that story. So like we said, the food service here at the mission does not stop. Um, it's open 365 days a year, three meals a day, seven days a week. And that's kind of what I wanted to have you on for is because you're to me, like the backbone of the mission. Uh, we we provide meals for the homeless and it's kind of a big thing about what we do. So because of you and your staff, you keep the mission going. Um, so what does it take to pull that off? Mm, man, Casey, <laughs> that's a, it's a really good question. And, you know, the only thing I can say is First off, you have to have God. That's the number one thing. I do want to say that. You know, without God and his love and his mercy and his glory, uh, we wouldn't be here. Um, But to actually answer your question, you have to have good staff. Mm. And one thing that you should know about me is I I feel like, and I'm not trying to brag, but I feel like that my staff is probably the best. I mean, the fact that they're working seven days a week, even on holidays, is just a sacrifice even for their own personal life too. So. you know, for me personally, one, it's it's the staff, but also it's the leadership too. And I think you kind of said it that I, I'm kind of like the backbone. And I I I smile at that because I've never been told that before in my 31 years. So first off, thank mm. you so much for that compliment. And, you know, second of all is you have to have people who kind of like what I said, are willing to serve, but also they want to serve for God too at the same time. And it's, it's just something that, you know, you have to pretty much um, – 
do to sacrifice. I mean, um, the right people, in my personal opinion, is the way that it's going to be uh, functioning correctly. Yeah. And um, without my staff, I don't think I can do that, to be honest with you. Well, that's good. You know. Um, because we don't shut down, we're kind of open year round. You've probably seen a lot of people come through in your two years here. Um, is there someone special that stands out to you um, that you're like, man, this person, their story, the way they impacted me? Is there like some someone? Does that make sense? You know, in my very, very short time here at the mission, I have convinced. I know at least one guy to go over to the CLC program. And I was I was being me, which one thing you should know about me is I'm a social butterfly. So I'll serve breakfast, I'll serve lunch, I'll serve dinner, depending on what shift I work. And then I'll pretty much chat with the guys. But one particular guy, and I'm not gonna say his name, but he was telling me that, you know, he he's been just hopping from state to state to state. And, you know, he just didn't really want to know. I mean, he didn't really know where God wanted him. So um, I pretty much, you know, just told him about the mission, what the mission provides. And I kind of convinced him. I said, hey, listen, you can go over to CLC program and you can, you know, probably better yourself. Um, he wants to major in art. Wow. And I think that um, over there, not to say the men's center camp, but I think over there they can pro provide a little more um, in-depth personal conversation with art. I mean, you see art all over the building. You see specifically mm. art over in that CLC building. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy. And um, this this person saw that. He's like, bro, I want to do that too, but I want to do it for Jesus. And I said, check it out. Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with, um, what's a good term? Um, there's nothing good with, you know, with, with asking questions or sticking your foot through the door. Right. I mean, because that's how I got the job here. I mean, yeah, it was my dear mom, but I stuck my foot in the door. I said, listen, do you want a chef or not? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, um, but that's what I'm trying to pretty much say in a short notice is, you know, that one person was like, you know what? I feel like that God was kind of leading me to have him go to CLC. And currently right now he is in CLC. That's awesome. And I think he's on his second phase. So he's like a sophomore now. So, um, you know, I, I, I do believe that we as staff members that we can influence these guys like anybody else. So. Oh, hands down. Definitely. You yeah. definitely are the hands and feet of Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, for those who are listening, um, the CLC stands for the Christian Life Center. It's after the men leave our emergency men's shelter, they move over to a different building and there they get life skills. They get training. They It's a way to work them out of poverty and homelessness. So George Mueller ran an orphanage in the mid 1800s uh, in London. And his story is absolutely amazing. Uh, he did a lot by faith. Like he opened this orphanage in faith. He provided uh, meals for the children. And so there'd be times where they, like one story I remember from George Mueller's life was they didn't have any milk for breakfast. And so they sat down um, for breakfast and the children are like, where's the milk? And Mueller is like, you know what, let's just pray and thank God for this breakfast and then we'll see what happens. And so they sat down and prayed and uh, after the prayer, there was a knock on the door and literally the milkman was like, hey, I have all this leftover milk uh, for you guys. And so time and time again, we saw God provide for the orphanage um, uh, for George Mueller. And so that leads me into the next question is, how have you seen God provide um, for the mission? Oh, man. Um, Casey, that's a really good question. Um, I know about a month ago, uh, this was on a Sunday, um, only be, only because this is the major highlight that I've seen. Um, there was a guy who donated, I think it was about 1,200 steaks. 
Twelve hundred what? Steaks. Okay. And um and you know, like I said, I've only been here for roughly two years, but like, um, that's something that I've been kind of praying and hoping that people would actually donate is mm. um good quality food. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's probably happened twenty or thirty years ago, but like just the fact that someone with a big truck donated twelve hundred steaks. Yeah. Like that to me is like a winner winner. Like I mean steaks to me is like a gold mine, especially here at the mission. Like I don't I mean, like normally I would have to purchase that stuff for like a staff or like a board meal. Mm-hmm. Um but like the fact that it was donated and I didn't have to, you know, spend a dime mm-hmm. is crazy. So like that's one thing that I would definitely say that's, you know, I feel like that God has definitely worked was um, when I first started here, I was praying for good quality food. Yeah. And um, again, everything works in his timing. And I felt like that that day hmm. um, with those 1,200 steaks, I was like, wow, that, I mean, you know, it tells you that there is a God. You know? Oh, yeah. It tells you that God does provide and he cares for all of his children. So that's just something that just hit me personally. And, you know, I want to talk about how your kitchen is like health department certified, I guess you could say. Um, Can you explain the process that you have to go through and how well and immaculate the kitchen is? Yeah. So pretty much every kitchen is pretty much the same, depending on like where you're at and all that kind of stuff. Um, We, this kitchen is no different than if you went to like a Chipotle or Freddy's or like a country club um, that I pretty much worked at. So we pretty much uh, work under the Kansas City Health Department. So we pretty much have to make sure that we are following health department standards. Meaning this, we always have to clean as we go, um, prep, um, prep the food that needs to be prepped. And we have to pretty much uh, cook the foods up to certain temperatures, um, making sure that we are keeping um, cold food cold and hot food food warm. Um, So kind of, I mean, just your basic um, health department standards. I mean, if this podcast or this, you know, if this interview is long, like we could do like at least a two hour thing, but. Oh, um, I figured. We do, we do follow health department. We do follow health department standards, but to keep, you know, to, you know, to put this in a nutshell, if we don't, you know, if we don't follow health department standards, then, you know, we wouldn't be here. And, right. You know, one thing is that we have to follow it. So doing dishes, cleaning up, sweeping and mopping, taking out trash, um, making sure that food is up to um, the correct temperature. I mean, I can't stress that out because if something normally food has to be above 165. So ground right. beef has to be 165. So since the kitchen is so immaculately clean and you guys keep it like just any major restaurant, people just can't bring food. Correct. Like I can't just bring, Hey, I brought this mashed potatoes for you that made in my home kitchen. So I can't really say too much about that, but I can tell you this, that if anyone wants to donate food, um, please go to first off the, uh, the website of the mission, as far as pretty much how donations work, it has to come through, um, our food warehouse. We have, um, we have inspectors there. Mm. They pretty much expect it. And then they call me and they say, Manny, uh, we have this, this, and this. Um, for example, when we have steak that came on a weekend. So the weekend is actually closed. So, um, what we did was we called the, uh, the administrator of the warehouse. We told him everything and he was like, just put it in my warehouse. But thankfully it was still within health department standards. So, yeah. um, to answer your question, you really can't really just come up to the mission and donate food. Right. You can, but there is kind of like do's and don'ts, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I can't donate already cooked food. No. 
but I could donate like a perishable. five boxes of instant potatoes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's um, a big difference there. So Yeah, huge you know. difference. Yeah. You know, you know. So. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, if people want to donate food, they can bring it to the warehouse. Um, but if they want to like actually serve, what kind of roles do you have for people? Yeah. So we got, I mean, I mean, our roles as far as pretty much volunteering is this, um, you can come and volunteer and you can help serve the kitchen. Um, you can also serve the guests too. Um, I, you know, I think it, uh, and I'll go back to the same story with the group that came in the second Saturday of November. I forgot what it was. Um, they pretty much had about 20 plus people. So, um, I kind of, I, I didn't really, I didn't really ask, but I, I kind of told them to be, to be like, Hey guys, why don't you divide your group? Whoever wants to come with me in the kitchen, whoever wants to serve out, whoever wants to do dishes. And, um, you know, there's just lots of roles that we can do. Um, those are just the two main roles. Um, and then also we do have like a serving station where, you know, we uh, pour them drinks and we make them a salad for them and all that kind of stuff. So I guess three in some way. So, you know, um, <clears throat> so that's awesome. So people can physically come and serve the yes. meals and everything like yes. that. Yes. So if you guys would love to serve and love to volunteer, um, check out our website at cityunionmission.org. Um, and as we close today, I have one final question for you. Um, we heard a lot about what you do, um, but is what is one thing that you love about your job? Man, serving the Lord, mm-hmm. like complete honesty. Like, I think I said this earlier, there's two things that I love doing, and that's cooking and serving the Lord. And I feel like that's what we're supposed to do. Like, that's what we're called to do. You know, we're here to serve him, worship him, you know, read his word on a daily basis. You know, I... I've noticed in my very, very young 30 plus years that you have to surrender yourself to Christ more than ever now. Yeah. And if you don't, then it's like, what's the point? You know? And I feel like now, since I'm working in a good place where I can get my mind straightened Mm. and, you know, and be forced to basically, basically be like, this is more important than doing something stupid on a Saturday night. I think that's, I mean... If it wasn't for my dear mom and him, I wouldn't be here. Mm. And I mean, I mean, that's all I can say. I mean, he's, he, you know, he's blessed me and my dad. And I know he's going to continue to bless, you know, the mission and bless everybody that comes here. So, you oh. know, I'm so glad to be here. So that is, that's amazing. And that is some really good words to end on. Um, so thank you so much for being here, Manny. It's been a blessing to hear your story and just to hear your heart behind why you do what you do. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Casey. God bless you guys. You too. <laughs> All right, that concludes another episode of Hope Lives Here. Thank you for tuning in today. If you would like to get involved, please visit our website at cityunionmission.org. We have a list of all the ways you can get involved. Also, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast, that would help us bump up in our ratings. So thank you again. Um, Hope you have a great day, and we will see you next month. Thank you. Bye. Hope Lives Here is the podcast of City Union Mission in Kansas City. Send your comments to Hope Lives Here, the podcast at cityunionmission.org and find out more by visiting our website at www.cityunionmission.org.